Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the biggest stories in CSGO. Quicker than Virtus Pro will not become a two-time major winning champion. Or outsiders. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You gotta be careful. All right. Either way. Welcome to the show. Please remember to rate and review at the end of the episode. Uh, I'm Logan. This is AZS. I almost said I was AZS. That would have been weird. Let's get into it. We have a bunch of variety stories as per usual. Um, there were just a smaller amount. Uh, most of this podcast today is going to be about the RMR. Um, we'll talk about what happened in RMR A for Europe, what happened in the America's RMR, which was completed. We'll talk about the absolute shit show that is currently RMR B. Um, and we'll touch on evil geniuses, which is actually where we're going to start. Yeah. So we talked about last week how evil geniuses somehow uh through all everything did the uh call an ambulance but not for me meme themselves and somehow made it to the major qualifiers made it to the rmr yeah Uh, team detonate had some passport related issues and then had some other related issues and played so somehow they made it um yeah but not not for long they they were they were dumped out pretty sharpish by oh uh paquetta Yes, it was Paquetta. Um, so, EG won't be in the major, which allows them to do the thing that they were going to do a week ago before they found out that they actually had to go and compete for the major, which is they removed Hexed from the team. They're bringing him down to EG Black, I think. Um, and yep. they have brought in, as rumored a month and a half ago, Refresh. Refresh. Which, I, fine. Like, it's not, inspiring but I think it's probably an upgrade he's not a bad player um, no he's not an amazing player uh, but he he's not a bad player he's an upgrade certainly an upgrade on Hexed he's he's been on multiple decent teams uh-huh. um, by all accounts uh, everyone seems everyone who's played with him seems to speak quite highly of him as a personality as well um, like in the server like as a leader and 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 whatnot. Uh, Vorborg on Twitter has been talking about how he's how he's a leader and you know he's got experience. Yeah, I think league. I think Vorborg has coached him before because I believe that he was on the Copenhagen Flames roster prior to moving up to. He was on Fragsters, as what I remember. I think and he, he was on Fragsters to. I thought it was Copenhagen. He might have done it at some point. He, he's played for a, a decent number of teams. Yeah, he, he was definitely he, he was on Fragsters for a while with um, with Stalin actually. You remember it was Stown, like, Dragonfly, Refresh, and two other players who I don't he remember. He was on Copenhagen Flames. In hey, twenty twenty he was on Copenhagen Flames and Vorberg's been there for forever until he moved over to Evil Yeah, Genius. So he he knows the guy. Um he's a pretty solid player. He's certainly an upgrade on Hexed. There are people I've seen being like, ah, oh, you know, it's not enough, like it's uninspiring. Like this isn't gonna like get you back in the top ten, and you just see Rawborg. And I agree with him, going, "Well, who is, like who's the player who's gonna stop this team being the hundredth best team in the world and move them to the tenth? Like uh, that, it's an upgrade. It's a a step in the right direction. It's not the whole nine yards, but if you if it's just if you keep making upgrades, you keep getting good players." To join your team, eventually you w- will become a good team. You you know you're seeing that. Uh, I like 
Heroic have made incremental changes constantly. Incrementally uh-huh. signing better players. I mean, Refresh is a victim of that, where they replaced him with um, Shush, I believe. Which yeah, it would, looks yeah, inspired it was... now. Shush is really good. Shush is a Heroic robot. actually have done something really interesting and cool, which is the teams all go blow it up, and Heroic has gone, okay, we have this good five. How can we make it slightly better? Yeah. And they just move pieces around the core. Which yeah. no other team seems to do the the move pieces around the court when you're so, good. What they Heroic have done? It's so the problem is a lot of teams get shit for it. So, I mean, this is going to be a strange example because, in retrospect, it was doomed. But do you remember when Mouse replaced Sticko with Snacks? Yes, and they got for like so three much shit for that. Yeah, they played in Brazil for like one event, and then what? Well, no, they Snacks. won New York with Snacks. They won New York. Okay, so they won yeah. New York with Snacks, and then they played in Brazil. I think they did IE in Brazil. Yeah, the they, first they, they played a couple of a couple of things, and it didn't really work. Snacks didn't really fit. But the idea there is the same: where you you're already a good team, use that leverage to sign a superstar or a, a, a improve that little bit more. Because as being the fifth best team in the world is great, but. No, who was the fifth best team a year ago? Heroic. Do you remember? Because uh, I fucking don't. Is <laughs> heroic or but nah, I heroic, like... but, oh, heroic with like third, I think. But like nobody cares. In, in three yes. years' time, nobody cares if you were the fifth best team in the world. You might 100%. as well go all out and try and win. That's the whole point of like professional sports, esports competition. Like the, the yeah, point you... is to win. You might as well go all out. And heroic are a really good example of taking like improving when you're good instead of waiting till you're bad to make a change which teams are very very bad at doing i find like you rarely see teams, upgrades while teams are doing well but then teams like evil geniuses yeah yeah i mean they took ages to change and they're still too slow so yeah. them now starting to do these incremental upgrades fine like again there's a lot of things you can i think people just like to shit on evil geniuses and i'm you know i'm a i'm criminal for that as well but i think it's important to look at these decisions as what they are and go yeah that one's fine like Uh there's no point carrying on to shit on them for how bad they've been in the last year for making a move that isn't worth shitting on like it's fine so launders put a tweet out um he actually put two tweets out one was a just a banger meme but the other one was actually like important which was eg would have more fans with a full na lineup and win just as much they have offered so much support to na and somehow have become the region's bottleneck at the same time yeah i think it's difficult isn't it because I, 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 i'm, I'm not sure how much you go a year ago we were quite big on the you know sign na talent like you might as well i i think we might have been wrong I think there is just not enough talent in the region since Valorant came out, and I mean, you actually just have to go abroad. The The thing is, like, they're... I agree if they want to get better, they have to go abroad, but obviously they are comfortable to some degree winning the amount that they are winning, uh, because they're not winning, and if they had just picked up Nouns, or picked up players from Nouns, or picked up, um, <clears throat> like, Truck Lover from Mythic, or, or one of the players that, like, is on... Yeah. Like one of the good players on these other teams and just said, fuck it, I understand we're not going to win because something, let's just deep into the NA thing, right? Then, but like, who'd you I have as the in game leader? That's, that's kind of the issue. Shake. 
Yeah, exactly. Make it bad news bears, okay? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> like I get it, but Volborg has, has said he wants refresh as a lead, like not necessarily an in-game leader, but like you know, a team leader. I, I mean, With and him and won... Milan are your two European yeah. players. They're not the stars, are they? Like they are no. the they are the guiding lights, which NA doesn't really have. A lot of the older talent moved to streaming or Valorant. A lot of the younger talent also moved Valorant. So what you're yeah. left with is people who are raw and about half of the talent you had before. Like you need some you probably do need to import leaders to the region, which is I mean, when your kinder came over, he said how to do taught liquid how to play. Like yeah. you, you, you sign these vocal players from Europe to give you some sort of guidance on how to play the game like Europeans, how because you don't have that practice as well. Yeah, none of the none of the three big American teams, and I'm including Evil Genius in in there, are a full American lineup or a full North American lineup, right? Yeah. Liquid has the Akindo in it, and then Complexity has JT, who's from South Africa, and Halzerk, who's from Norway. Yep. So we're kind of all over the place there. Like, like point point being is that there's no NA team that's actually just a no. full NA team. Um, every every any NA team. If you're going to have three NA teams, three big NA teams, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. you're going to have to sign Europeans to fill the gaps because there's like like one good NA AWPA at a push in OC. There's maybe zero good in-game leaders. It maybe. depends on how you feel about Nitro on a daily basis, but yeah. It also depends how you feel about Stanislaw. I'm sure some people still rate Stanislaw. Um, uh, JT, if you want to count him as American because he's been here I, for so long, fine. I think JT's but, pretty decent. Yeah, I think JT's good as well. If, but... if a little limited, but he, he's fine. Um, but you're going to have to fill gaps with European players or Brazilian players or fucking Asian players at this point like there's, there's talent in, in Asia I mean they tried to do Asian players uh, that didn't work very well on the the doomed Gen G roster with Bentet yeah the oh, roster we all tried to block out of our minds didn't the team like win an event just before COVID hit it had to be Flashpoint where they were the only team there they like they like were doing decently and then no. COVID hit and it ruined it. I'm sure. Like, I, I'm convinced this is a thing. Okay. Okay. Well, while I'm you look Google, it up, well, yeah, while you Google. So, uh, <laughs> to to wrap up our little thing on the North American RMR the teams, you expect is make it through, made it through. So, Liquid, Complexity, Furia, um, all made it through. Furia did three zero. Complexity and Liquid both uh three one. Uh, Liquid lost to Furia. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Um. Yeah, Liquid uh, lost so, to Fury 2-1, and then Complexity lost to Pain 2-1. Pain made it through as well, and then our fifth team was Fluxo. Um, the other teams in the general ballpark were Paqueta, MIBR, and Nouns, who took Liquid, like, three maps, but it was actually kind of a banger series. Um, not what we you super wanted to see from Liquid, but good to see some amount of life. Uh, teams that didn't make it, that you, like, actually care about, Imperial, uh, they didn't yeah. have the plot armor this the time. 16-0 team one, though, which was... Um... Yeah. Um, Zero Zero Nation didn't make it, and then Team One looked like a absolute fucking train wreck. They got absolutely battered. I just looked it up. Uh, Genji won DreamHack Anaheim in February 2020, just before That's everything shut down. They Who beat Furia two zero in the final. That's not a real event. <laughs> uh, they beat. So the, the event was uh, Furia North 
endpoint fours. Genji Complexity, who I think were a European team at this time. Yeah, this, this is the, the Blame F Conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the um, MIBR, who God knows who was on MIBR at this point. And Ensign, who I think were a Finnish team at the time. Yes. So, you know, Juggernaut Complexity, Brazilian Furia, obviously. North was still in. Jack. Fours. Um, you know, that's not a bad wit. Like that, they were on the right. Like well, Song, fair, Song was they... like the best player in yeah. the event. Like it was. Some yeah, things were looking up, and then COVID hit, and JNG got fucked. Some automatic, uh, and Ben Tet were actually like not bad for that team. I cannot remember for the live movie the other. It was Cruz uh, on the Kruster team. And Daps. It was. Oh yeah. my fucking god! Yeah, so this team was team. actually solid, and then COVID hit, and it completely ruined them. Yep. Uh, so to wrap up, North America, uh, save mobs, and everything else happened as you expected it. Plus Fluxo. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm Mobs' biggest fan, but. Yeah, mm. I'd like to see him save from Team One, but also he wasn't brilliant at this event either. So no, um, but we've seen it's, him. It's hard, really. To, yeah, I, I, I'm still convinced he's very talented, but it, it will probably get wasted on this team. And I think he probably needs a really good in-game leader to like that get the best out of him. Uh, All right, he's still young. Next. Next on my list, uh, I'm not checking it twice, uh, is the Asian RMR. A super quick thing here. So, uh, teams you expected to do well did well, other than Rare Atoms. Yeah, Rare Atoms are just cursed when it comes to mages, I think. I mean, yeah. they lost to Mongols. It's fine. Yeah, they, to be fair, there were three teams here that could have realistically gone through. Um, that, that Greyhound, Mongols, and Rare Atom. If I had to, like... But yeah, those would be the time, three you would imagine. Uh, yeah, but there's only two slots, so one of them wasn't going to make it, um, and it happened to be Rare Adam, which sucks. It's always Rare Adam. I, it sucks because I want to see Rare Adam at the Major, and also I really want purple stickers. They're really hard to find. It's like <laughs> Outsiders and London Conspiracy, and that's it. Um, as a guy who likes purple, it's hard to find purple stickers. I um, really want an Outsiders shirt. Like, you know, just the plain black shirt with Outsiders right now. I think that would be really, like, I think that's really cool merch to have. I really want it. Um, but yeah, so no purple stickers uh, from Rare Adam. I'll survive. Um, but that happened about as we expected. I opened up America's RMR um, and meant to open up uh, Europe RMR 2, uh, which I didn't do. Europe RMR A. Okay, so Europe RMR A. We'll spend a little bit more time here. Um, so we said a lot of things last week. <laughs> yeah, um, I think our hit rate was okay. We were about 50%, I'd say. The problem is the 50% that we were wrong about was we're not really the 50% expected to be wrong about. We're also, like, really wrong. Like I said Fnatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fnatic were great. They yeah, went so, through so, we okay, so let's, let's start with the beginning. Uh, Navi and Fnatic first and second. We didn't. We said Fnatic probably weren't going to be great. We said Fnatic would yeah. probably get through, but closer towards the, like, 7-8 spot. We didn't expect them to go 3-0. I didn't I'm expect the, a 3-0, but it, they made me be eight in a yeah in a two zero game. It I'm gonna happen. I'm gonna skip the in the the third place team for right now, um because that's its own <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Um, bad news Eagles. We expected to just kind of get through. It's Let's go. It, I I don't Love know how bad news. They're my team. <laughs> now. All right, them and Fnatic are gonna have to be my team for the major. We'll get onto why in a minute. But, <laughs> um, Gamer Legion. We said could be a dark horse for one of the last spots yeah. here. 
manage to yeah. get through. Respectable. Yeah, they, they look like they they show up for mages, man. Like Suhi's, he's a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Apex. None of us thought would get through. Uh, I think just, I think I was a bit more high on Apex than you were. I I think the two of us. I think at least I I just kind of threw them in like the tenth eleventh place area. I seem to um, remember saying like, oh yeah, no, JL's meant to be really good. Like I've heard people saying he's really good. He was really good. He had to be. <laughs> like, it, and uh, you also are a bit of a norkater if I remember right. Basically. Yes, correct. Um, OG made it through. Kind Fucking of expected, like, like on one hand expected, on the other hand, like you can't just anything out of OG. Like, you no. can't. It's impossible. This this OG feels like old Nip, um, where it was they, like, oh God, and by old, old I mean like two years ago. Like any, I I cannot predict a Nip at any given moment in time because it, it was like the Nip with uh with Rez and and Plopsky and Lecro, maybe not Lecro. It was like the nip that, like, at any given moment, they could show up and do something great, but I cannot ever expect them to do anything. So, I'm going to steal a point from uh, uh, Nero, Harry, um, of HRTV and TLDR, who, he, he always says about OG when he watches them, he thinks Flames is absolutely amazing. Like, he thinks Flames is really, really good, and he does not understand why Flames is always being baited by Neo Frag and... and at the time, Nexa, when it really uh -huh. should be the other way around. Like, Fla like he's convinced Flames is amazing, and he's being held back by the way OG set up the team. Neofrag, like, is a proper flat-track bully. Like, he smacks bad teams, but he's just not very good against good teams. Um, so OG do have talent. They're just... Uh, like, I, I kind of... I kind of agree with Harry in a sense that they do misuse it but i'm not sure flames is quite as good as he thinks he is we'll see um and the last person the last team that made it through straight up okay because there is a last chance qualifier which we'll get to in a second um the last team that made it through straight up was mouse sports who yeah we good uh exertion went absolutely sicko mode in the in their 2-2 game um and then the three teams that made it through into the last chance qualifier, you may know. Uh, B8, you probably don't know, but who played fucking amazingly. Um, wow. They did well okay. in the best of ones. They did, they did pretty well in the best. They, they, they did got well in the best. Map. Okay, they did well in they the got best one, of ones. Let's put it this way. They won more maps than the, next, than the last team you go to mention. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're best of three against Fnatic and the third place team that I'm not yet mentioning were actually really good games, too. Yeah. They just couldn't take them out. Yeah. Um, and then they lost to Apex 2-0, but, like, whatever. Um, but, no, the, the best of threes against Fnatic and Team 3 were very good, um, yeah. at least to watch. I refuse to mention their name until we get to the end here, by the way. Um, Falcons will be the last chance qualifier who uh, expected... Uh, yeah. The reason I say expected is because they have plot armor. Um, yeah, they had real plot armor. Well, I, I guess like it, it, it would no, be a really is... good story if they got through the last chance qualifier. No, that would this be is real. plot armor because they lose in the very last bit of RMRA. They go to the last chance qualifier. Yeah, and they have to fight their way through. No, the if they wreck. get through the last, if they get through the last chance qualifier, they do have plot armor. Someone's paying them off at blast, or not, as we'll talk about. <laughs> Uh, a little bit later. Uh, and then FaZe is the last team that made the last chess qualifier, which... Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, so, like, look, there's been a lot of talk about how the format is bad and seeding is rubbish. And... No, format's good. I've 
Phase didn't win a best of three. Like they're like, oh, you, you know, get upset in best of one. Phase only won best of one. Do you know, like, it, you could talk all you okay. want about flukes in the format. Phase lost three best of threes back to fucking back. I'm going to give a little, a little bit here, which is that FaZe had to play Navi, Bad News Eagles, and then Mouse in best of threes. But I also, don't care. You should be able to beat most of those teams. Navi on current form are not that scary. Nope. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Bad News Eagles are like the 40th best team in the world. Or like, I, like they're on like, they're just about sneak into like the top 30 on rankings. There's no, like, if you're FaZe Clan, like I love Bad News Eagles. I love watching them play, and I think they're actually a pretty solid team. But if you're FaZe Clan, I, I don't think you can ever say, oh, you know, we did have to play bad news. No, you should be beating them. And then FaZe versus Mouse, like, at any other time, you wouldn't be going, yeah, but, like, it was Mouse Sports FaZe lost to. Like, they're just not, like, you just wouldn't make it. If they lost in the quarterfinals of Katowice, you wouldn't go, yeah, but it was some yeah, mouse sports. Like, nobody makes that argument then. FaZe beat teams like mouse sports. They beat teams like Na'Vi, and they definitely normally beat teams like Bad News Eagles. They lost three back-to-back best of threes. They only took one map in all those. The Na'Vi and the yeah. Bad News Eagles ones were two O's. Yeah. Like, B8 won more maps at this event than FaZe did. Yeah. Um, and people... People are bitching online on on the internet webs about how how like these quote unquote tier three teams are are getting through and not like the big teams and like wow, then. well that literally this is my entire thing if you think that VP or FaZe should have just gone through then win two best of ones and a best of three against tier three teams look I but, tweeted you know, this tier three in in big quotes but like just fucking win then like if you if it's so easy for them to get through then just fucking win. So I tweeted this the other day. People will have a go at teams like B8, like Bad News Eagles, like even 9. They're like, oh, they're not that good. They don't consistently win these tier 2, tier 3 events. And then teams will lose to them. Uh, this event go, oh, yeah, but you can't... Cons-. Like, these teams are really inconsistent. It's really hard to, like, consistently beat... You know, oh, flukes happen. Like, why was that... It's so hard to consistently beat teams like B8 and 9, which is exactly where these teams that consistently win tier 2 events. 9 and B8 are very, very good. Like, less so B8, but, like, I mean, we've seen how good 9 are. But, like, Bad News Eagles are a good team. The fact they don't consistently win tier 2 events is because the tier 2 scene is really volatile. The tier yeah. 1 scene's really volatile. It's just insulated by franchising, essentially. Like, the Lerv Agreement, like, protects big teams so they don't have to come up against Bad News Eagles very often. They don't have to come up against 9 very often. Spirit. So when they do, they've got no idea what to fucking do. Like Take something against teams like Spirit too, most of the time. Well, yeah, I look, I, I'm glad we get to see these teams go to LAN in in this format. You can see what you want about the format. FaZe lost three best of threes. Bad News Eagles went through because they won best of threes. I don't give a shit what you think about the format. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if these teams think- are consistently beating you at majors. You're doing something wrong. It's not the fault of the format. These yep. teams are good. Um, so the other the the five teams that didn't make it now at the end that like hundred percent are not making the major sprout, which we were a little high on. They were awful. They were yeah, so bad. They weren't good. Uh, one win. Who? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were okay. That's Viperio, which uh, I believe I said would finish fifteen sixteen. Uh, yeah, and they did. Uh, Saw, who were not very good either, yeah. uh, and Virtus Pro, the current major winning 
defenders, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. the, the core of the major. They won the, the, yeah, Virtus Pro, the org won the first major in CS:GO, if I remember rightly. Yeah, but they won't be winning the last one. They won't be winning the last one, no. Uh, they and also we... made a change before their last best well, of three. Yeah, I for- fucking forgot about the yeah. So the yeah before their last best of three, they said Chiron. <laughs> they just said no. Chiron's going to the bench, and Norbert's <laughs> coming back in because there's a problem with yeah, does, Chiron's passport or something. And Chiron was like, Fuck no, 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 no. So what? It, VP said he struggled under pressure. Then no, didn't they? There's there's some journal- I think it might have been Overdrive, or some journalist was like, "No, it wasn't Overdrive." That's it was some journalist was like, oh, "Actually, there's a problem with his passport." Chiron Kai- corrected the journalist, like, "No, there's no problem with my passport." No, no, no. I think the journalist, the journalist said there was a problem with his passport, and Chiron corrected him and said, "There was a problem with my passport, but it wouldn't have affected this." Oh, okay. No lines of like, "Yeah, I would have had to leave after like another two days or something." And the yeah. plant, the reason we brought Norbert was if we, if it had to go that far, then you do the substitution because there was a passport issue. But he was good to play that day. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they didn't make it. They fucking suck. Uh, yeah, they Pierre were. Over. Um, yeah, yeah, not great from them at all. Let's talk about the third place team that. Uh, well, I'm yep. just going to read you off their uh, their games. So they took Navi into double overtime. The only lost... team who came close to beating Navi on a map, by the way. Yep, lost twenty two to nineteen. Uh, beat Sprout in a best of one sixteen seven. Beat Virtus Pro in a best of one, 16 13, and then beat Bait in a best of three, 2 1. That team is into the breach from the United yeah. Kingdom. Plus a few extras, but Plus yes. Plus a few extras. <laughs> Crucial, who's been on the UK He's team basically for ages. Because somehow it's still a better scene than the Dutch one. Uh, and Rollin, who has been on some pretty solid Polish teams. Pretty decent player. He's one of the best, maybe the best player on this team. We talked about him being on a go for a while and a little. Yeah, long. yeah, he, he is um, a good player. But um, I sort of like offhandedly mentioned that. Oh yeah, like Cyphers meant to be pretty good, but I don't know. Like I don't really know how. Like I'd oh heard it. God. I'd heard it from people like in the UK scene, but you just never know. Like, is he like good compared to the rest of the UK, or is he actually good? And then at this event, he's like, oh no, he's like, like actually, he's good. a fucking gamer, man. Yeah, like, like he's he's actually good. Um, he was ridiculous at this event. Like him and Rowland basically just carried them. Um, I will say though, they ain't getting Vertigo again. No, they're people just people just gonna ban Vertigo against them. Vertigo and I think is... I think they're gonna struggle then. Their Vertigo is amazing. Yeah. I, I I worry about them on other maps. I mean, they they took Navi really really deep on Inferno, which is not the yeah. most Navi yeah, map fine. I've ever heard, but it's definitely a neutral ground. Yeah, fine. Um, and like I guess your your general consensus that you can say is like oh well they only beat weak people because they beat Sprout and VP in the best of ones, uh, and then they beat Bait. But Bait looked pretty good up until best of threes, and like even with the best of threes, Bait looked pretty good against Fnatic and pretty good yeah. against Into the Breach. But also like and- cleanly beating Sprout, fine. They you know he said Sprout weren't great at this event, but it was sixteen seven. Like, that's pretty clean. Yeah. I know okay, it's one map. It was Vertigo. They probably won't get it again. Beat VP still, Mirage is a map VP are good at. Like they played a VP bunch of different a, maps. Yeah, Mirage is a map that VP is A good at and B VP will still beat. If you're playing like shit, VP will beat you. I don't care if they looked like shit at this event, but the way that Jame plays the game I've played with enough insulate them. I've played with enough English stacks against Russians on Mirage to tell you that, that is a marquee win. 
<laughs> you don't be Russians on Mirage. You do, you just if you see a single like if you play matchmaking it's Mirage and then you see Russians, you just you just quit. Like you just don't bother. <laughs> it's unplayable. They will hit A fifteen rounds in a row and they will kill your A anchor every single time. Have you always wanted to own art inspired by Counter Strike, but thought that regular Counter Strike art looked too well? gamery and not pretentious enough? Well, do we have the place for you? One of our friends, Roma Bib, has made some awesome Cuban-inspired Counter-Strike posters, um, which will be soon up for sale or purchase or some sort, and you can get free phone wallpapers. Some. There's a tweet on our Twitter. You'll find it. Uh, it's cool. They're very cool. You should go do that. So you can look more pretentious in your backgrounds and not have like Marvel posters behind you. I, I have a counterfeit post that I haven't put up yet. That's uh for the You should put it behind you so that way you, well, you... I'd, I'm planning to move out soon, so I'll do it then. I mean yeah, it's yeah, a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But I will get one of these cubism posters. Yeah, it's as gonna well. replace Alfred E. Newman, Uncle Sam up here. Uh, we're gonna put one of the cubism posters there. So that way it just it's always above my head. The Marvel posters will never go. Never? Well when I leave yeah, they, they would look up. All right, <laughs> back to the podcast. All right, I want to move on to group B, uh, which is currently going on now. As per usual, recording on Wednesday, which is the 12th. We have the first two teams that are going through. Uh, they have played their best of threes today. Um, I think there are two more best of threes going on today. No, I think we're done for the day. Oh, we are done with the day. Okay, you're up time. Um, so we're done with the day. So we... we this will be up to date as of the 13th before matches start. Uh, Heroic and Nine have made it through as 3-0. Yeah, Nine um, just 2-0'd Vitality. The game yeah. ended just about 10 minutes into this podcast recording. I was watching it on the other screen and it was like, oh, it's it's over? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Nine <laughs> have just... Nine have just won. I mean, the, the, the surprising thing about Nine, because they've been good for ages in Tier 2. Like, they've been... Not, for for those of you who don't remember, Nine is the team that Hades went to post Ents, which is yeah. a full Polish team. Just so, so the surprising thing is that Hades was not a star on Ents. Like no. he was the Orp on Ents, but he was not the guy they played for. They played for Spinks. Hades was very much like a passive Orp, like he was left to just hold an angle. And he was okay at it, but it was like I always thought the reason that they did that was because he, he wasn't, wasn't that good. Yeah. And like he didn't look that good, but he's kind of the star on this team. He's a, he's a certainly a lot more set up than he was on Ents from the few games I've seen. And I mean, he just like he got forty three kills over the two maps. You know, second on the leader, top of the leaderboard, second in frags. Like, yeah, against Zai Wu as well. Well, against like, Zai Wu and against and like they played against G two and they beat G two and like and also importantly, he did better than Spinks. <laughs> who was the star on it? Yeah, I'm, well, here's the thing. Like, Hades was 23 and 16 against Mundesi, who was 24 and 18 on, on yes. one map on Nuke. Like, he's he's open with the big boys, right? You went against yeah, two tier one, like, two tier one oppers here. Like, top five oppers, and you fucking yeah. clap them. <laughs> yeah, like, the the sort of rebirth of Hades is fantastic. And, and now as well, when Ent signed Hades, they went from, like, 25th in the world to top five within like a few months like do you remember how instant it was they signed hades and they were just beasting mm -hmm. and then nine signed hades and went from fucking nowhere to three zero at the major like it's like signing him just like an instant like massive boost like they, he like 
there's something about him where he's like he joins a team and they just get better. Like he's, he's got the sauce. He's just yeah. I don't know. He's also a very attractive man. <laughs> not doesn't no not no, relevant, right. but he is a very attractive man. You're right. Um all right, let's talk about the the O three teams, the two teams that have not gone through. How do we have to? Uh well we have to talk about at least one of them. Uh the first being I Nation. Uh yeah, unfortunately. yeah, this it wasn't expected for them to really get through. Uh, uh, I Nation are very much a victim of you know, seeding. People want seeding, so they just want teams like I Nation to just get absolutely hammered. Like, they play yeah. big G two and then ends. Like what chance do they realistically have of winning against big a lot against the other two teams zero big in swiss system though are different um yeah they got battered by g2 they were 16 owed by ents but then put up i think they took them to 30 rounds on map two but uh, like it's really difficult to to say anything about them they played three big teams bigger yeah. teams certainly and you know they lost as you'd expect it's unfortunate let's, let's talk about the russian giant who's not in the room uh yeah, that spirit went fucking awful at this event. Like, so then I can get a lot of stick on Twitter because I said they oh they should have been top five. That I I genuinely believe for about six maybe six to nine months they were a top five team, but they just weren't in either of the agree like they weren't in bland franchising. So they just never got to show it. But when they went to big events, they did really well. They made playoffs several times. I was like, no, they're actually good. And now they are, they're just not good. They're just... I don't know what's happened to their firepower. Patsy is just not the same player. Wonderful wasn't, like... I don't Wonderful. know. If he, he just, <laughs> yeah, he just wasn't putting... Like, he, he was so reliable in the past. Like, even in <laughs> bad games, he would just get his kills. He'd just hold his angles, he'd get his kills. The simple ones. And he wasn't even doing that. Their T-sides were... Lazy, I guess is what I'd describe them as. Like it felt like they were just walking into angles without really clearing it. Whereas in the past they used to have really like really strong flashbang, especially on executes, like their flashbangs are amazing. And there's just so many times uh in the deciding game against Astralis where devices just like completely unflash the entire round and it just gets three kills and you're like, like you what's down. happened here? Um they were really good at ancient in the past. And they've like lost five in a row on it now. I I just I don't know what's happened to them. I, maybe it's the changes to ancient have been really unkind to them, and that's why they're bad at it. But firepower wise, they don't look the same, and structurally they just like look lost on T side. They used to have really good T sides. Their CT sides could be a bit iffy, but they used to have really strong T sides, and they just don't anymore. Yeah. I want to get to the rest of the teams here, so we'll go through uh, by by record right now. Uh, so the other teams are two and one and one and two, respectively. Uh, we'll go through the two and ones first. So that's G two, Big yep. Cloud Nine, all teams that we did expect here. Um, Vitality after their loss to Nine earlier today um, is here. Fours who many probably were expecting to be here, um, but it's still su um, su supposedly a surprise to some people. So. The reason it, it's probably a surprise to people is because they like they didn't have a good siege. They've played Cloud9, Ents, and NIP. All big names. Even if like NIP are a bit shambolic. Um, Ents haven't been great at this event, but they're still a good team. 
like Forza had to play Cloudline, Enten, NIP, and they're two one. Like you'd be pretty happy with that. And now they get to play the next team you're about to mention in a two one game. Yeah, the other uh, the other surprising team that uh, of this event currently, which is Monty, a team that we had talked about as a team of a bunch of people, including former Navi player Someday Young. Uh, uh, dude, how fucking good is Boros? Yeah, how good is this kid? Like. Everyone kind of knew he was good from that time at Endpoint, and like just looking at his numbers, you're like, oh yeah, no, he's probably good. But he's always had visa problems, and yeah, he's not really been to these events. For what mate, it's worth. yeah, mate, he's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like they lost two zero to Heroic today. Heroic, for my money, are the best team in the world, and I don't. To be honest, I don't think it's particularly close anymore. No. No, it's, um, it's a clusterfuck between two and five. Everybody else is reliable, whereas yeah. Heroic just play the same game every time, and you have to hit like 10 out of 10 to get close to it. I would have thought about telling you that VP was close to be the number two. Mm-hmm. Number, but... mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Um, um, but yeah, but, Monty... But they, so they lost 2-0. Boros on Mirage went dropped 30 kills in a 16-12 loss. He went 30-18 and 18 in a 16-12 loss. He was ripping heads off. He was so good in that game. He deserved to win Mirage. I mean, he fell off a bit on overpass. I mean, but... Like, against Ents, Boros went 26-19 20, in, what is that, 30? No, 20, 27 rounds? Right, like, Dude, he's frying, man. Like, he is... His cooking. crosshair placement is so good. The, like, uh, the way he clears angles on Mirage, it... He, he, he kind of looks like an AI that's been designed to clear angles. Like, yeah. it, it's like, like I remember the first few times I watched Rops play, and yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Like his crosshair was glued to angles when he cleared them. It was amazing, and it's kind of like exertion is quite similar to um, Boros. The way they clear angles is amazing. Exertion against Phase was ridiculous. Yeah, and for those of you bitching about seating, uh, Monty to get here to the two-one spot had to play Ents, then in Cloud Nine. And then they lost to Heroic. They played Forza tomorrow. Pretty they, close. I yeah, mean, the 16-14. is a little deceptive. Um, but yeah, no, oh, yeah. so Monty's kind of right now the surprise. I think they're guaranteed a spot in Last LCQ, Chance Qualifier. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think they, with with being 2-1, they're gu- guaranteed Last Chance Qualifier. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I so. Because um, they, they, they the worst they can go is 3-2 in this three spots. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I guess some other teams would have to lose. Sorry, two, three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're 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 fucking good right now. They're they're cooking a little bit. Yeah, and they get they get fours, which I think both teams will be looking at that as a winnable game. Yeah, I and I think that's a game that's been played out before. Oh, right? I didn't check. Have you seen Cloud Nine play G two in a two one game? No, that's, that's a, a banger. banger. Um. Yeah, and and the last two one game will be Vitality and Big. Um, yeah, after yeah, if you not interested, hope big yeah, win. No, no but, uh, not interested. It'd right, be great so, if Vitality do end up in the last chance qualifier and they have to play Phase. That'd be the hype on that game would be amazing. No, Vitality Falcons. Oh, <laughs> oh, what's better? The better French opera. Dot dot dot. Kenny S versus the kid. Oh, that's true. It would be Kenny S versus Zyru for a spot in the Paris Major. Oh, that would be either. Wait, but both of those could actually happen if Vitality makes it down. 
Because I think the oh, way that yeah. can you have to look at the way... for a spot in the Paris Major would be how is that would be ridiculous. Is, That'd be how so is the good. Last chance qualifiers set up. It's like uh, one team goes through. It's like to do with seeding on who. Oh, here I think it is. The lowest okay. seeds. I think the two highest seeds automatically it's, go to like seven. Yeah. Okay. Oh, last chance qualifiers could be a banger. Um, <laughs> if you watch any Counter Strike soon, that yeah, should that's probably gonna be, be that's it. gonna be fire. That. All right, so uh, teams that are one and two, uh, Ents. Yeah, started off badly. They, the well, I Nation. They, they started off badly, but B, they kind of got shit seeding. Like, I don't know. Monty, okay. fours, you'd be pretty happy with if you're a big team. You should, yeah. like, you should okay, only be winning one of those. Let me rephrase the shit seeding. They got seeded against teams who are popping the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but, like, come on. You can't, like, in this group, you can't really be complaining about Monty and fours, I think. Yeah. Um, Eternal Fire is one two. They uh, yeah. they, they took battle Astralis and it was a major who top Frank. What? I, yeah, I don't know where I don't know where Zantarius is right now. But uh, this Zantarius show needs to come back for them to have They're a chance. Aurora, of making it at nine in the morning. I I will not be waking up for that. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, speaking of our friends in the stars and friends, is a very very strong word there. Uh, Astralis lost to Vitality and Eternal Fire and beat Spirit to knock them out. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. This, okay, so this made, this RMR has just kind of been the device show. Yeah, I'd say, like, Spirit made it very, very easy for him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, he was pretty good against Vitality. Yeah, he was good against, no against, against Eternal Fire. He wasn't he wasn't great against Eternal Fire, but like he was plus twenty one KD against. But he plays NIP tomorrow, so banger series, banger match right there. <laughs> that one could be worth waking up for if you want to see the device almost. revenge game. It's almost worth waking up for. <laughs> and then uh, five hundred is our last one and two team. They took a win off of Spirit. This is the full Bulgarian team with ships on it. Um, <laughs> Spirit, man, how do you lose the five hundred? <laughs> No, it's uh, not on. It's not. Yeah, on. they lost. They lost sixteen eight to both heroic and big. So uh, that that shows you that they're really good sixteen eight team. Um, yeah, I mean, who do five hundred play tomorrow? Five hundred. They don't know. It doesn't seem like they. Presumably, play. it's Ents because Ents also don't have a game listed. So it's almost yeah. certainly Ents. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I. Ents versus 500. Look, you're talking about Ents' seeding. They're going to play Monty 4's iNation 500 in their first four games. They must have had an unbelievable seed. Yeah, they kind of fucked it a little if bit. If they don't go through, they have fucked it hard. Like, big time fucked it. Alright. Uh, we got... so excited. The, the, like, the last two days of the RMR is some of the best Counter-Strike around. Like, the last few games are so hype. G2 Cloud9, man. That's such a banger game. Alright, uh, we got we got one more bit that I want to talk about, and uh, Elliot and I talked about exactly how we want to uh, put this out uh, to be make it clear of, of thoughts about this. Um, so we're, Loba has put out a, uh, a long twit longer. I guess by definition it's long. It's a twit longer. Uh, a twit longer about his experience at the Asian RMR. Uh, generally, Loba is a shit poster. Um, 
that may yeah, still be the case, possibly. So he, he, we describe him as an unreliable narrator. Yeah. So yeah, in reading, there in in books, there's a thing which is like you only know what the narrator tells you. So we only know what Loeb is telling us. We don't have blast statements. We don't have. I think Meztal put like replied a little thing that like said a little bit of it, but like nothing like me. Yeah, I, I I I don't think he's strong. completely bullshitting, but I just yeah. But I, like, I, I don't know. We it's need to Loeb, preface You can't bit. take him seriously. Yeah. So uh. I want to go through the the big points because uh, some of these I just don't give a shit about. Like it just some of these are poorly run events. Some of these are like actually bad things. Uh, so to start, actually bad thing. Apparently, none of the people from Mesa, um, so admins, security, player manager, were all volunteers. So yeah, that's, they didn't get paid. Uh, that's common at like small lands. Yeah, but it shouldn't be common. Probably for not major. for probably not for a major no. But it's also yeah. in Mongolia, like... It, yeah. Um, How much money one, they really have. During the tournament, all of all five PCs, when they were on them, had full internet access. If you weren't aware of this, Valve has really strict rules about uh, computer internet access and what ports and stuff you can and cannot block to basically say, Steam can get to the internet, and that's it. And it's yeah. basically just to let you sign in with your Steam account, and that's it. Um, and you can't just, like, access YouTube and shit, and they were like, you could do whatever you want online on these computers um apparently there were threats uh and so they put security guards outside of their rooms a random fan walked into their room um every game had losses and you couldn't hear pop flashes sometimes and there were so many tech pauses which we did see yeah we did see tech pauses that there were pcs that were replaced and at that one point they were just like fuck it we're just gonna play with this because it's ridiculous and Obviously, you can't replace every PC. Um, they apparently blast admins were quote super rude and annoying. Yeah, see, like that's where the unreliable narrator. <laughs> yeah, that's thing where comes the unreliable. Uh, I'm this... sure they'd probably say the same thing about Lova. To be honest, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one specifically and word for word. On top of everything, we found out from managers of other teams that allegedly there were players who were sick and had Corona and weren't told this by Blast at all. As you can see in my vlog, I was entering rooms, talking to them, fist bumping after games, and we were all in the same room playing officials. Spawns found it suspicious when they told us to wear maybe wear masks. He asked why. Does someone have corona? They said no. KD and Doc got as well got sick and didn't feel well, which, like, that's so shitty if you're... Yeah. For, like, come on. Um, seems that Loba has decided to pay the volunteers after the fact, which, good guy yeah. Loba. Um, Fair enough. But, good lad. Um... I but yeah. so the the problem is, and I don't expect the average Twitch chatter to to you know speak eloquently on any subject. But like you know, people are always like, oh shit, like shit major, shit production, blast production, kept W. Like they do this every fucking major, no yeah. matter who it is, and then call. Oh no, they should give it back to ESL, even though six months before they said ESL's production was shit. Putting on a major is really fucking hard. Putting on four RMRs near simultaneously at least three really of them simultaneously, yeah. is fucking impossible I'd, the scale of the operation ESL pulled off to do all of them at the same time there were six streams running on I don't care what outsiders think that's ridiculously impressive Blast yeah. are a smaller company they do not have the funds ESL do they do not have the amount of well, people ESL do I actually, so they I, outsourced it to local like yeah. local TOs which 
I get, like, that makes sense. And in theory is a good thing, but unfortunately they just were not ready yes. for a, a job of this scale, which uh, you can blame Blast for it, but it's kind of on both of them. And, and it's, I don't know, it's difficult. Putting on an event like this is really fucking difficult. Yeah, so there's many things in my life that I would say I'm an expert in. Uh, there's, sorry, there's a few things there in my life. There are many things I'm an expert on. No, there's a few things in my life I would say I'm an expert in. But one of them is actually event planning. I've been doing it for like 10 years on the side. And I know I'm young, but I've been doing it for a really yeah, yeah. long time. Um, and I happen to do it like I've happened to, both of us happen to work in esports whether it's like behind the scenes, both of yep. us, I like I've done a bunch of observing and casting and desk analyst gigs, and you've done more production oriented stuff. But both of us have done that stuff, and I can tell you for a fact that like I don't think that the problem was that Blast didn't have the cap. If we're talking about Blast versus ESL in in this like one specific context, right? I don't think it's that Blast didn't have the capital. I'm sure that they had some money to do this. Oh yeah, it's not I'm, a capital thing. No, no, so. no, I'm. I think that ESL just has had more of a global reach because of being in Counter-Strike and also Dota. This last weekend, ESL ran some like mobile competition in Dreampack San Diego. ESL has a bigger sort of reach that they can put oh, yeah. together to host RMRs and stuff. That's like, oh, normally you're a Dota observer. Well, you're going to actually... In your case, normally you're a CSGO ticker observer. Tomorrow you're going to run Dota ticker. Yeah, right. I'm, like, I'm actually just, doing the Dota 2 major. I'm flying to Berlin at the end of this month to do it. Th so th my point exactly is like they are able to say, well, normally you do this for Counter-Strike, but this week it's a bigger deal for Dota and it's not really Counter-Strike and we can move our resources as needed. Yeah. Um, and Bless doesn't have that, right? But yeah. I think Bless is like Fortnite every once in a while and like that's it. It's like CSGO is Blast's main product and realistically yeah. their only product. Um. So they don't have the same kind of like reach. Now, yeah. the other problem is the places where they chose to put these. So in Europe, where were they in Europe? I don't actually remember. Was it like Berlin or something? Um, Copenhagen. They were in Copenhagen. Okay, so they were in they were some, we were near Blast headquarters, right? In a place in which a million Counter Strike events have run before, right? Yeah. Blast Copenhagen like seven times. Um, I think PG, PGL is going to run a major there for CS2. If I remember correctly, uh, yeah, right. They, they've Copenhagen is a pretty central place for them to have done esports and have esports stuff there. Um, the problem is, is in the other two locations in in America, they did it in Monterey, Mexico, where they've never run an event there before. I think the only time an esports event, like a big esports event in my head that has been run there, was League of Legends Worlds last year, which was run in Mexico City, and Riot has their own stuff yeah. so they're they're special on this um they have a whole traveling show that they do um and there's no i as far as i'm aware there's never been a big event in ulaanbaatar in mongolia yeah um and so they're bringing these local people who have run a couple of lands and stuff but they're not bringing in these like heavy hitters of like oh well if we went to let's say florida or in New York City, it's like, oh, well, you're gonna help bring in the people that ran DreamHack or used to run IEM Cologne, uh, IEM New York or something like that. Yeah, um, it's a very different story, and plus, you're doing them all at the same time. Um, from what I gather as well, that there's an issue where like they pick 
people who aren't the best. I, I saw some people saying like they haven't picked the best TO in the country, and then when they come back, they'll use the same ones because they've used them before, even if there's issues. Uh, I know that's a thing. I've yeah, like I think in, I think here we used uh, Liga Ace or something like that. Uh, here being Sorry. America, yeah. uh, which super not used out in in North America, right? Yeah. It's used a little bit more in South America, but it's Blast's provider. And you know what? They, they were fine. Uh, there were definitely issues, but um, they got past a chunk of them. Yeah. Um, as you said, running one event is fucking terrifying and ridiculous. So running right? four like, simultaneously is... Running four simultaneously is insane. Um, there were definitely like cost-effective major, like cost-effective things that happened. Um, yep. You can see it with if if it's true that the people in Lombard didn't get paid like there. Um, the first thing I noticed was the the America's B stream sounded like shit because they weren't using the same headsets that everyone else was using. Um, that's yeah, just, that's, that's a me thing, but like I know yeah, that's a thing. That, like, like, you can say like Blast don't have the same size they don't have the same amount of people that they necessarily trust like esl i, I know have multiple people for each job like I, i've met a lot of different people working in production at ESL. Yeah. they have a lot of people who can do each job so when they had to run three events four events at a time they, 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 they have an esl asia as well they have an esl australia i think like that they have people out there who they trust as well so it's a lot easier whereas for blast they probably have their small group of people who they innately trust and who are on the books and they just don't have the same like list of people they can book, and so they're just like, we're just going to have to outsource it, and yeah, so hope the, that they do a good job. And... The other way of doing something like this on the running multiple events, basically at the same time, kind of thing, um, is the way that Riot does it with Riot Striker, which is their big production facility in Ireland. Yeah, um, that they basically just have a whole building that says we're going to get all the best people there, and you in your location so in monterey mexico you're going to say here's all the raw feed take it go and you're yeah. always gonna you're always gonna push from the same location so you have your best people who are employed year-round doing it there but blast doesn't need to be year-round they don't need to have this no. much stuff and so we don't it, need it this much infrastructure most of the time yeah so uh Esports production from two people who do it sometimes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm very much a, a small fish in a big pond, but I, I have a little bit of experience working in production. Yeah. Also, so, a lot of the time when you see tech pauses, maybe not at this event, but a lot of the time when you see tech pauses, it's not a tech problem. It's like a player's gone to the toilet and they just have to call it a tech pause. There are so many tech pauses caused by players that are just like wrongly attributed because you just. You don't want to blame the players. It's like, oh yeah, quick tech pause. It's actually like a player's just like shit his guts out. It's just nothing to do with tech, and you'll still get blamed. Unless for it. it's on stage, then then it's not a yeah. Then it generally is a tech pause like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, we've gone on for a little bit long here. Um, you can come back next week. We will be talking about the end of the RMRB and prepping for the major it's in like two and weeks there's, there's also like iam rio and yeah yeah shell melbourne as well because i'm working that sdc tickets are still not out yet we're under two months away from the event and yeah. still can't buy a ticket I've, I've got this really fun end of the month where i work three days of esl melbourne from my house so i flip my sleep schedule so i'm waking up at like 10 in the evening uh, and then going to bed at, like in the afternoon 
And then the day after that finishes, I'm flying to Berlin to do an arena event in Berlin for Dota. And then like three days after that, I'm going to Paris. So fun. It's going to be a fun. I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be chaos. All right. Well, come back to us next week where you will see all of the new things that happen in Counter-Strike. And follow us on Twitter at LoganRahab, at AZSK, and at ReadTLDR. Bye.